Wonderful. Uh, Josh, it's great to have you with me on KLE. And um, we tried this before and we had technical challenges. So today we can get straight into uh, talking about what we were talking about last time, which was um, your outreach, missionary outreach program into uh, the South Sudan. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Josh, um, where are you now? Right now, I'm actually, um, we're traveling. So I am in the Black Forest and we catch our flight um, tomorrow to Kenya. Uh, to Kenya first? Kenya first. I'm there um, for about three or four days and then we uh, move into South Sudan. Okay. So, um, so where, where is your main base then? We're, we're based in Kenya, um, okay. we're up on, on the high rift and it, it gives us a really good uh, home and an opportunity for the family to be safe while we can work into some harder, more unreached um, areas. Right. Good. And, and Josh, what is, uh, so, so give us a sort of a synopsis of uh, what you're basically about. Sure. Well, I'm working with, a, with an organization called uh, Gospel Fire International who has a heart to uh, reach unreached peoples um, and work uh, with development in the communities um, while we're there. But fundamentally, we believe that only the gospel can uh, transform hearts and will really bring a, a lasting change in, in a community. So the gospel is the, the real uh, push. Um, but while we're there, we'll also be doing like wells, building schools, um, helping with orphanages, prisons, etc. So, um, spearheading with the gospel and then just a wave of development that, that follows uh, right. with that. Wonderful. And, and uh, Josh, what, what sort of inspired you to get involved in, in, in this type of outreach? Um, I, grew, I grew up in the, in the, in the Himalayas. Uh, my parents have a huge heart for unreached peoples. And so they really introduced me to um, uh, going to the, the furthest, uh, most unreached places of the world and um, right. so I've, I've had a, an upbringing in that and so now I can see that people have maybe better skills at me in um, sort of teaching in Bible schools and people might be better at me in a worship leading or church ministry so I think my, my strength and my calling and passion is uh, going where other people haven't been and just doing a, a basic uh, pioneering work working alongside locals yes. and uh, it just gets me really excited and, and passionate. Right, awesome, man. And and what is what is sort of the 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 main thrust of your ministry right now? Is it just just going into into communities, or or what what is sort of the thrust of what you are doing? We've um, identified an area in South Sudan which is completely unreached. It's sort of a five hundred by five hundred kilometer square block. Uh, there's no roads. Um, there's no uh, development by the government. Uh, there's no schools, no health clinics, uh, and no, no churches, no gospel. So wow. um, we're pioneering into that region, and that's what we're focusing on right now. Right. And we're planning for, um, to see 100 churches, 100 fellowships yes. in five years. Wow. Um, and these, these, are, these are fireside um, fireside meetings. The people meet every night by the fire. They worship. Uh, they have like an audio Bible in their language. Yes. And they listen to the Bible stories and um, they meet every night for three or four hours. Yeah. And that's their fellowship, their, their version of church. 
So it's wow. not once, once a week on a Sunday uh, in a building. It's every night in the fire. And any number of people can come to these. There's ships from about 20 people up to about 500 people. So all by the fire, under the stars. It's something really precious and beautiful. And um, it's really spreading um, through the Holy Spirit like a wildfire. So uh, they started with one church and now we're up to, I think, 25 in less than a year. Wow. And um, we're, we're believing for and praying for a uh, hundred in less than five years. So it's really exciting stuff. Now that is absolutely exciting. I mean, I think, I, you know, for me, of course, being African, <laughs> it's just like, that's what church is about. You know, I, I just, that kind of concept is just amazing. I, I really love that. So, um, so what, what is the, okay. So the, the strategy is then to, to just go in and, and, uh, have the audio Bible and have some worship time and, and, and whoever comes, comes kind of thing. The, stra- the strategy is this, um, it's a disciple making movement strategy. Wonderful. So we're, we're looking at identifying key people in each, uh, each village um, yes. and discipling them. And they in turn will, they'll run these fireside chats in the evening and they will share the stories they've heard. Yes. They will explain the, the audio. Bible because we don't have you know that the, the audio Bible it's quite expensive they're about fifty sixty dollars each so you can't just hand out a thousand of them sure, sure. Um, so we're sort of handing out one to each one of these disciples they're taking it back to their village yes. and um, there's no bicycles or cars so people are walking 20 30 kilometers um, just to sort of be discipled and take these messages wow. back to their villages um, mm. so to make it worth worth the time we're just working with a few key people um, I have to say, I'm not doing this all by myself. You know, we're, we're working with uh, uh, the organization I'm working with, GFI, and we're partnering with some local um, missionaries, just one or two guys that are covering this whole region. Yes, so wow. we're praying for more workers in the field, more disciples to disciple others. Yes. And um, the, the, the vision is to see multiplications, not these disciples just stay with their village. It's yes. that they in turn take on two or three or four or five disciples of their own. Right. And, um, and I have to say, it's very basic stuff. You know, the stories we're sharing are very basic. Yes. These people uh, don't understand, you know, globalization in the world. Their view is very much farming and cattle and the stars. You know, they have no awareness of vehicles or football clubs or anything like that. So it's very basic, very simple. Um, and it's a very early work. You know, we're just beginning it this year. So very exciting. Uh, re- really? So, so you only started beginning of 2019? Uh, no, we started uh, July 2018, sorry. So. 2018, oh, is it okay? Okay. Not quite a year yet. And, and, and uh, so why, I mean, for you personally, why Sudan? So um, we felt God told us, told me and my wife to, to go to Africa. There was an opportunity with uh, our father-in-law who just gave us a completely open door to work with him in Kenya. Right. Um, And our passion wasn't so much for working in churches. It wasn't so much for working in Bible schools. Kenya has, is vastly reached. There's a lot of Bible schools, a lot of churches, a lot of good pastors. Um, So we got the opportunity just to go into Sudan. And I think that's when God just really uh, captured my heart. If that makes sense. There wasn't a big, a long-term strategy about it. It's just, I think we, we went there and I think God just really um, captured me while we were there. Wonderful. 
Wonderful. And, and so you and your wife are sort of on the same page when it comes to, to reaching into that, into that region? Absolutely. Yeah. I think neither of us have a huge um, passion as it were for, for the, the Christian world in, in, yes. uh, in Kenya or East Africa. Um, yes. But we have a huge passion for sort of the, the non-Christian world, the unreached. Right. Um, and so we, we love to spend our energy and our time and our, even our health. You know, these areas are really difficult. Yes. Uh, there's lots of snakes and scorpions. And in the night, you might tread on two or three scorpions. There was a snake that was uh, attacking one of the, one of the guy's tents. Because, you know, we're not sleeping in like hotels or anything. We're out in sure. hammocks and tents. And there was a snake sort of attacking the fly sheet of a tent. Um, and every day people from the villages are coming um, to the missionaries and with snake bites, poison. And the only thing they can offer is prayer. You know, they don't have medication and they're sure. not doctors. So the only thing we can do is pray for people. Um, uh, and so that, that there's, a, there's a fairly high risk, you know, in, the, in that aspect. So sure. we're not taking our little baby out there just yet. Uh, that's why Kenya is a really nice spot to to leave yes. leave the kid with the grandparents or with Jess, and um, we can go into Sudan from there. Right, and and the organisation that you're with, Josh. I mean, is that where is that based, or where is that from? So what, the organisation is GFI, Gospel Fire International. We're based in Kenya. Um, yes. It's a global organisation working all over the world. But the, the base, the heart of it is in Kenya, and we're, we're on the base at, at, the, at the source, as it were. Okay. Um, the primary vision is, is East, East Africa, or sort of East and Central Africa. Right. And so you make, you make excursions then, that, that being the base, then you, you, what, you fly into South Sudan and then, and then make your way into the various areas that you're working? Uh, yeah, we're um, from, from Kenya, we're working, uh, we're driving. Uh, yeah. We drive um, up. To, Sorry, how long that you broke up there? It's it's a one or two day drive. It's okay. over, a day a day and a night drive. Yes. yes. Uh, up to the border, and then it's it's about a one day drive off road or rough road yes. into into Sudan. Uh, so it's two it's two or three days driving. Right. Um, there there's no real air air network where we're working. Right. There's no real road network. So. Yes. Driving is the, the best best way so far. Yes, and um, we're also we're also GFI is working and we're traveling with GFI in, in Uganda, um, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, uh, Ethiopia, and we're hoping for Somalia, but Somalia is still quite closed. So um, it's very closed. Eh? Yes. Sort of, and, and lots lots of work in Kenya itself. You know, not Kenya. So, so you are you are working into Kenya as well then, as where the base is. Yeah, I think a lot of our day-to-day -day work is on the base. It's in Kenya. Um, right. It's meetings and pastors and just working with people in Kenya. The, the, the whole team is, is Kenyan. Yes. Um, so, but it's, and, and then we're doing these excursions into Sudan. The visas are quite high. It's, you know, a $100 visa for Sudan for one month. Oh, right. And um, the cost of transport, getting the cars through the border, all these kind of things, they, they really add up. Yes, sure. So the trips into Sudan are fairly fairly short um yes. but we're we're just trying to keep keep attacking it until we really reach this goal oh, absolutely oh, that is so awesome man um josh so so if if you were talking to a group of um young up-and-coming leaders or people 
you know, that are hungry to make a difference in, in a place like that, what advice would you give them? I would say first and foremost, just learn to, to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit leading you. Um, you know, when the Holy Spirit spoken to me, either through the Bible or just, you know, I've heard him speak clearly. It's not necessarily been in a time of holiness and fasting and searching, but, you know, the, the Holy Spirit has spoken to me in so many different occasions when I wasn't expecting it, when I wasn't necessarily waiting for it. And um, so I think just recognizing the, the lead of God in, in your life and in my life yes. uh, has been so keen for us to, um, so key for us to, to make these steps to, to move to Africa, to leave, to leave our job, to leave our security. You know, we're, we're moving out sort of non-funded as it were. And um, in my life, I like to have strategy and I like to have a long-term vision and a plan and goals. Right. But um, sometimes it's, it's good just to, just to trust and have, have faith that God's leading you somewhere. And right. uh, like I said, we went to Kenya without, you know, like a big vision and a big plan. And we went to just, just on the, the move of God. Yes. And then now we find ourselves in this really exciting work. And again, it wasn't all choreographed. God choreographed it, but, you know, we, we didn't. So yeah. uh, just be open to, to listening to the voice of God and learn, learn, learn what that sounds like in your life. Oh, that is powerful. And that's absolutely the truth. You know, I, I, I was, um, I've been thinking, well, it's sort of been in my heart because, you know, back in the, in, in way back in the day, you know, the missionaries would come out the field and they would, they would uh, preach a message at a church and give an, an a altar call kind of thing or a call uh, for those that want to commit their life to cry uh, to, to the mission field and, and families would then give, you know, sell up whatever. In those days, there was no digital side to that, but they would sell up everything and, and make that commitment and dedicate their life to doing it, to going to a foreign land and and uh, and ministering as as missionaries there. And we don't hear that too often anymore, you know. So that's why this is like one of the things that I I really want to do is is give uh, people like yourself leaders. To me, is that you know that people don't really know about, but leaders like yourself a chance to to um, share what you're doing and what, what it's about and what you feel and experience and, and uh, the sacrifices you make, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so yeah, that's because, and that's powerful. I mean, that would be one of the, the first things to start with is just by the spirit. Well, on that note is, is Josh, what would, what would you say is your, your, you know, your, your biggest challenge or challenges uh, you know, in, in growing growing up in the mission field, you you learn to uh, deal with challenges. We face many challenges every day, um, but it, it becomes second nature in a sense. At the moment, I think one of our big challenges is um, just dealing with the the legal side of things and not being a big organization sent from a big church or you know being having being having employment. Yes. So my wife's German, England's going through Brexit at the moment. Um, you know, where's our tax base? Is that in Kenya or is it in England or is it in Germany? Right. Uh, how do you be on the right side of the law? You know, when you're not employed, you're not yes. getting a salary. You know, yes. the government asks questions saying that's not possible. Sure. Uh, you know, do you need to get some kind of benefits or you know, just all, just being, I think on, you know, um, uh, you know, and then growing up in a, in a foreign country, growing up in, in Asia, sort of, you know, you can't say that the UK has been, been our home. You can't say that uh, Germany has been our home if we've been here like one month. Um, 
So it just makes these forms very difficult. It makes employment and taxes and, you know, all that kind of, it, it sounds very arbitrary, but it puts a lot of mental stress, I think, on a family, you know, where you're trying to find a sense of home and um, we're trying to build a home in Kenya, but, you know, um, trying to get visas in Kenya while they're trying to reduce the amount of foreigners in the country. So I think, I think that, that, that kind of challenge has always been, even in the Himalayas, um, you know, dealing with, with visas and, and, and uh, that process, uh, being in the country sort of almost, you know, uh, unwanted is, is, is very challenging because you get challenged at every border crossing. Right. Um, so. Right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can only imagine. Oh, well, I've been there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. It's just like, yeah, the visas and, and uh, trying to uh, align yourself with everything is just sometimes it's, it's a real challenge. I mean, yeah. it really is. Um, Josh, I wanted to ask is, is you know, as, as a person, what would be, what would be the, um, the biggest um, goal or not goal, but your biggest desire you would l like to see fulfilled in the next five years? I think in the next five years, I'd really like to see a lasting impact and, and ministry throughout the South Sudan region. Um, whereby it's not constant uh, Western money going in to sustain schools and health clinics, and um, but that it's really the gospel that really transforms people's lives. It's a very violent area. Right. Um, and I think only fundamentally the gospel can do that. So I would love to see um, right now, square one, there's nothing. In five years' time, I would really love to see just a line of Holy Spirit-driven uh, development in that in that region awesome uh, and a wave of peace i think just wash over that yes that nation and that that region wonderful uh, i'm in agreement to that man that that is absolutely and it's you know and on top of that is if if we could pray for something for you guys um what what would you like um, listeners to pray for sure i i think a, a big thing is just um uh, Jess and I, we're, we're moving out there. We're not, we're not highly trained. We're not, um, you know, highly academically trained. We're not highly, uh, you know, lots of people out there have got doctorates and masters and all kinds of things. And they've really given a, a large portion of their life to studying uh, missions and scripture. And especially in Africa, there's really that heritage of um, academia behind them. Yes. So I, I think just, just pray that we find confidence in, in, in sharing gospel, you know, we're, we're new to this. It's not like we're experts and it's not like we're holy pastors, you know, we're, we're still very much human. Yes. Um, so I think in all of that, that just we're able to find our, our quiet times with the Lord. We're able to be led by the Lord and we're able to grow in our faith and, and in our teaching of others because we were never taught to disciple people on a basic level. You know, we were taught to be leaders and we were taught, um, I think, you know, the big things and the, the grand visions of the Bible. but just to really sit down with someone who's never heard the Bible and yes. teach them for, you know, two or three years. Um, I think I, I need to grow in that a lot and right. uh, my wife as well. So I think, I think just that basic development would be wonderful. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And, and, um, and if, if, um, uh, if you, uh, I'm thinking of the word, um, what would be, 
the best support you could get right now? That's a challenging question. I, um, I think there's, there's lots of, I think, I think being out there um, alone is very uh, isolated. It's really good to know that we have, um, be good to know that we have uh, a prayer network, people that are interested in, in praying for us. Cause I think prayer is such a powerful thing that I haven't even begun to get my, my mind around how, how yes. powerful it is. Getting a tool some prayer partners behind you would really be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Prayer partners would be great. And I think people that, uh, genuinely want want updates and you know want to be involved in our lives and uh, will pray not just people that will say they pray but people that i know sure will pray i think would be would be great um support you know would also be great but yes. i think prayer prayer would be prayer would be wonderful awesome wonderful well how can people get hold of you joshua and and stay in touch with you I think the easiest way is on our website uh, we put tons of photos um, which is the the coolest way to uh, experience you know what we're talking about in South Sudan how remote it is there's really cool photos and stuff yeah and all, all our contact details are there and that's j and j life.com so it's j and j for Josh and Jess yes uh, life.com so so j and j life just yeah. j, is it j and j yep j and j okay so j a n d j life life.com dot com excellent Excellent. And, and on there, they can get in touch with you, sign up for a, a newsletter, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. Everything's there. Wonderful. Josh, I really appreciate your time. It's been wonderful speaking to you. And um, we, we must catch up again sometime. I'd love to get uh, a report back um, Definitely. sometime and, and uh, let people hear what's actually happening and uh, how it's going down there. Um, because not everybody can get there. Um, and so you are on the front line. You and your wife and baby are on the front line and the other missionaries of of living many people's desire and uh, and that's why I think it's very important that people even though they can't be there they can be praying for you and their prayer and their support can actually be them being there in that sense through through your life and through your ministry your dedication as well you know so um, 100%. and I think there's a blessing that flows through that as well I, I don't know much about it but yes. I, I believe there is no, definitely. I, I, I really believe in that. And, and, you know, is that not everybody's called to do that and if not everybody can do that. But, but you know, you, you, you've, you and, and, and Jess have gone with, without um, thinking about the qualifications or anything, just your heart's desire, just going and doing. I love that. I just love the initiative and, and the, the passion to, to go and do something and make a difference in somebody's life. And, um, and uh, you know, and, but not everybody can, 